we're all finding ourselves spending a lot more time at home, and that may or may not be ending soon. Who knows? But instead of binging another show on Netflix, because really, who can handle another crime drama right now? Have you thought about putting your skills to use as a freelancer? Hectic can help you do that. I've been poking around on Hectic and see that it has tools like time tracking, a proposal builder, invoicing, project management, and more all built specifically to help freelancers start, run, or grow their business. You can find that link in the show notes, so go click now. Hey gang, I want to tell you about my experience with today's sponsor, Podcorn.com. Podcorn.com takes the mystery and frustration out of finding a sponsor for your podcast. Within the first week of signing up for Podcorn, Podcorn themselves sponsored my show. From that time to now, I've been finding different sponsors that work with our brand. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. The Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn.com. Now on with the show. I am a bird in the breeze. 
guest wonder truly with bird an original tune hey gang welcome back to another episode of the we speak english good podcast today's guest is wonder truly Wonder is an amazing artist that I have actually known for a few years now. Wonder was on the show uh, a few years back when me and the family were on uh, van life and I was podcasting mobily from the road and uh, I, I got to talk to just random, not random, not that random honestly, but I got to talk to just uh, to people along the way as we were going. And it, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And we, so I met Wonder in Eugene, Oregon. And me, my wife, and my son were all busking at the farmer's market in Eugene. And we, uh, after we were done busking, we went and got some food. And as as we were getting done, Wonder was actually hired to enter, to entertain the lunch crowd. And she just did this amazing performance, and her voice is absolutely incredible. And uh, I was blown away, and I was like, yo, I'm going to go ask her if she wants to do a podcast. My wife's like, whatever, go do it. So <clears throat> I went up, gave her my card, and she's like, sure, I'm going to pack up here. Uh, are you hungry? Let's go get lunch. And so we went and had lunch at this little sushi place in Eugene, and it was just a lovely lunch podcast. And it was just full of great conversation and like just synchronistic type stuff happening. Like we were talking about Stephen Pressfield's book, The The Art of War. And Stephen Pressfield also wrote Bagger Vance. And as we we're talking about Stephen Pressfield's book and the author, and I'm telling her, is like, uh, yeah, he, he wrote that movie Bagger Vance, or I think I was calling it Tin Cup. And she was like, wait, you mean that movie with Will Smith? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you mean that movie? And then I turn around and I look and there it is. So that is episode... <sighs> Shit. Dude, I think... I don't even think that's in the hundreds yet. Is that in the hundreds? I don't even think that's in the hundreds yet. I think it's still below a hundred. I think it's like in the 80s or something. Wonder Truly. Go check it out. The original conversation was great too. Uh, and again, we were just on the road and it was, it was fun. Maybe I'll throw that in the show notes. 
Anyways, Wonder is back. She is a, uh, a wonderful singer-songwriter, and she's she was located in Seattle and doing the whole driving around and gigging IRL thing. But now she is killing it on Twitch, and it was just so cool how she sort of wandered into <laughs> you like what i did there that how she just sort of wandered into wandered wait a second wander and wonder are two different things by the way and apparently i was calling her wander so apologies wonder <laughs> my bad uh <laughs> we speak english good okay i don't know how many times i have to tell you this we speak english good anyways Wonder wandered into one of Reyna's live streams on Twitch, and I was like, oh my god, are you Wonder Truly? Are you still do the blah 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 blah? And she's like, oh my god, I was on it. Yeah, it's and it was so cool. And and so now we're we're Twitch homies, and um, she's in Arizona. And we had this wonderful, wonderful conversation, and I'm, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Make sure you go and check out Wonder. We, I'm putting all her links in the show notes. You can go check her out, twitch.tv slash wondertruly. She has a bunch of other social medias and all kinds of good stuff going on, so go in the show notes and click around. Uh, we'll get to Wonder here in just a moment, but first, I want to tell you guys about our Threadless merch store. Oh my god, we got merch. Bam, 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 bam. That's right, folks. We got a Threadless store. Please do go and support our, this show by buying a freshly made 80s design. It's our throwback 80s logo design. We got two different designs. We got a glowing yellow and we got uh, the the blue on red design. And I, I think you're really going to like the design, the really like the, the quality of the clothes. Go and check it out. We speak English good thread on Threadless. So go and buy some merch if you can afford it, if you want to. If not, that's okay. I understand. These are tough times, tough and uncertain times. That's why you should go to modedstudios.com for all your favorite fully embroidered patches and apparel. That's right, Moded Studio has been a sponsor of the show for a very long time and we are very, very proud to have them on still. Uh, modedstudios.com, M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S, go check out their fantastic selection one of the big sellers is the wu-tang patches that's right get a wu-tang patch with your flag your country's flag on it your favorite sports team or your own original design they do custom work and they are always updating their inventory so go check out their latest designs at modedstudios.com go get yourself some patches Okay, you can also go check out Rain Mystique, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and go check out her latest single, Stew. You can also find Raina streaming every day for the month of March at twitch.tv slash Mystique. Go to her page, give her a follow, give her a sub, go and give give her some love. She's my wife. She's amazing and beautiful and talented, and just she's the only reason why I'm even doing any of this right now, so go and give her some love you can also find us this podcast twitch on twitch we that's right we've expanded 
This is now a video platform show. We have all kinds of fun things. You can come be a part of the conversation. We have games, prizes, we have live music streams where I bring out my full band. We, we rock the fuck out. Uh, I, sometimes I do live loops. There's just all kinds of cool stuff that we're doing over there. I want to invite you guys to come hang out, be a part of the conversation, ask the questions that you want to ask, and be a part of the community. Come and subscribe or follow us. Either one is okay. A sub will cost you a few dollars, but all the money goes right back into the stream and or podcast you can also go and like subscribe review like us on facebook instagram twitter discord tiktok snapchat all the things you can also uh go ahead and give us a subscription to uh, or give subscribe to us i should say on apple itunes follow us on on spotify or anywhere you get your podcast you can also subscribe to us on youtube where you'll find the conversation that you're about to hear right now in video form you can also subscribe to us on twitch which will cost you a few dollars remember that but it goes right back into all of this so come and help support your boy also if you don't want to pay any money and you still want to show your support go and leave us a review on apple itunes or anywhere that you can leave a review for the podcast it helps us it helps us to be found uh and and that's about it oh yeah write us at we speak english good at gmail.com uh i don't know who's on the show this upcoming week but today on the live stream on twitch we have existence 130 who is an amazing uh streamer music streamer and multi-instrumentalist and i'm very excited to talk to her and then on monday on the live stream we have thomas frank who is a south american shredder he plays metal guitar and he's pretty freaking good so pretty excited to talk to those guys we got some great podcasts coming out on the podcast feed which i don't even oh yeah danielle allard the canadian crippler who is not that no no danielle is not chris benoit no uh, danielle is an amazing singer songwriter and uh the silence noise so many good shows coming up so many good guests so stay tuned subscribe get 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 into it so i want y'all to go ahead put your hands together for this week's guest the wonderful the talented the irresistible wonder truly oh my gosh so how was your day so far my goodness oh my gosh um my day started out super late um (laughs) because i was up super late i've been doing a special challenge songwriting challenge for february it's called, and I've never heard about it before, but apparently it's gone on for well over a decade. And it's called February Album Writing Month, F A W M. And it's F A W M dot org. And a friend of mine, Gene Mann, introduced me to it. And I decided on a whim to go ahead and take that challenge because, you know, I can't not do all the things. <laughs> I got um, to so do everything. <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing so much writing and just writing a bunch of songs and you know, they all they tend to come really late at night when I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm. So I was up really late last night writing one, but it's a good one. 
So when, when when an idea strikes you at night, is it like is it like forget about sleep because like you you juiced up or or do you have to like build yourself out of a groggy time and like oh let's get this done like how is it for you do, does your mind like sort of force you into this like creative venture where like you just get energized and you get juiced up or is it like okay let's do this I got to get this out of my head how does it work absolutely for you? I get so hyped mm. I get it's very much like um. Have you, have you, or has anybody in chat, are, are you guys familiar with uh, the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert? I am not. I don't know about chat, though. It's a fantastic book. It's about, um, it's about like art and creating and how you have to acknowledge that like you have a right to make art. Like you don't have to be good enough. There is no good enough. <laughs> um, and there's this amazing idea, which I absolutely subscribe to, that's like ideas and creativity is like a living breathing force and if an idea comes to you and offers itself to you if you don't pluck it out of the air right there and do something with it it's going to go to somebody else it's yeah. not going to wait for you yeah and so Ooh. absolutely every time <laughs> every yeah. time one comes to me i have to i have to take it and i have to to work with it how many so i get really excited how many times did you be like i'll remember that and then <laughs> and then never remember that again how enough many, to have learned my lesson. <laughs> enough to have known that I don't fuck around. Yeah. Uh, no, that's really interesting. What's the name of that book again? I'd love to read that. It's Big Magic. I'm putting it in chat by Elizabeth Gilbert. And if you guys are audiobook people, which I definitely am, because I need to be, I need to have my hands free to do stuff in order to focus. Um, she narrates the audiobook herself, and it's a fantastic read oh i'm sorry you uh you got deleted there wander it looks like uh streamlabs don't like those links but uh well, i didn't post a link it's just mad i don't know what happened i i up my my censoring whatever because we've been having a lot thank you for redoing that i was doing that uh i i, I had to i had to redo it because like for whatever reason everybody every spammer likes to come in my channel and be like do you want to be famous you want a thousand followers like no uh yep. but uh yeah fellow big magic elizabeth okay sweet um yeah. anyways uh what what were we just talking about we we're talking about big magic talking about reading and bonnie uh bonnie asked if i if i do is this a good question <laughs> do i read a lot yes i do i i try to read voraciously and compulsively um the last couple of years my goals were to read uh one one book a month at least and this year i've relaxed on that in the last few months i've relaxed on it just because i have a lot more going on yeah. and i need my brain to be able to breathe a bit more with the pressures of uh covid and pandemic and being being stressed out about that just as a constant level yeah yeah it's definitely a constant moving dutchman thank you so much for that that that, that sub i appreciate it Let, you you've been very generous here thank you i appreciate that i really do um yeah no reading is the shit like uh that i've been i've been reading um i've been reading some uh <laughs> it's the books that inspired game of thrones but it's about uh like the french monarchy back in like the 1300s and it's fucking dope. It's so dope. That's it's awesome. so drama. It's just, it's so great. It like you could totally see where George R. R. Martin got it, uh, got his whole thing. So I've been just reading these books like crazy, just going nuts, and I can't get enough of them. It's funny because when we when we last met, we were in a uh, sushi restaurant in Eugene that you put in the chat, and um, 
we were talking about actually a book about creativity. It was uh, Stephen Pressfield's book, uh, the the War of Art. And what was re- what was really funny about that moment because I kind of went back and listened to the the podcast just a, just a refresher. Um, and why we're talking about the the War of Art because Stephen Pressfield wrote um, what the hell is that? Uh, the Legend of Bagger Vance, and that movie happened to be on while we were talking about the book in that moment like we acknowledged it and you're like whoa i think that's the movie you looked over my shoulder and saw it playing on the tv you're like i think that's the movie and i was like holy shit that is and so it was just such a really weird interesting moment um that involved books about creativity i don't know i just thought that was really fun I, I, those moments happen so much on the road. I don't know. Do do you have those moments when you're traveling a lot where you're just sort of, it's almost like things sort of just line up sometimes and sometimes they go really wrong, obviously, but, but God, this, this stupid pop filter is terrible. Uh, but it's, but, but those moments where you're just, where it seems like, I don't know, like happenstance is happening like you're supposed to be there and all these weird things are happening. Does that happen to you uh, while you travel and while you're doing stuff? Oh, for sure. Yeah, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a. <clears throat> I also feel like the universe is a bit uh, transactional when it is when for for those specific moments of things like working out. I feel like it's it's a transaction where you either you either already paid for it with <laughs> previous suffering or you're gonna pay for it later. <laughs> Do you guys see the follow bar in her face? Does that does that show up for you guys? Mm-hmm. It does show up. I hate that follow bar. <laughs> Stupid follow bar. Well, if everybody watching follows, then we'll get the follow bar to go away. Yeah, there we go. Everybody stay fresh. <laughs> there we go. Stay fresh. Fresh to death. Yeah. Well, well can you kind of go into that a little bit? What What do you mean by uh, transactional? Um. Okay. So, like, for instance. I am on this crazy songwriting rampage after over a year of dry spell. And like, even before that, I wasn't writing a whole lot. I I only had little pockets. Um, And surprisingly, a lot of the songs that I'm writing in this rampage are like really good, which (laughs) I didn't think was supposed to happen. I thought it like the good ones just came Mm -hmm. occasionally. And then you had to write bad stuff to get the good stuff in. Right. And I'm like, man, this is, I'm a little bit nervous because this is a really good, good long streak. And so either I'm going to, either this is, I already put in, (laughs) I already put in my, my, uh, my payment and I collected interest and that's why this is going so well, or I'm going to pay for this later. (laughs) And that's sort of like a spiritual expounding upon, um, like I have, I have manic depression. And so whenever I have like a really good experience and I get like really hyped, my adrenaline's up and like everything works out really well. Um, I usually end up paying for it later with a, with a depressive slump. Yeah. Um, just like energetically or vice versa is like when I've had a really long depressive slump, as soon as something good happens, it's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I just get so happy because of it. Yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, it's like refilling your gas tank or something you deplete it and then, and then you sort of have to fill it back up. Uh, mm-hmm. I, c- I could see why all of last year you weren't writing. I mean, all of last year was just such a shit show and, and I don't, I, I, you know, I, I hats off to the people who are out there just pumping out the creativity, but you know, 
my god it's uh it was such a weird time to create last year that i don't hold anybody accountable for not you know like it kind of like how you say you don't have to be creative all the time you don't have to be there but when the moments do strike you got to sort of capture them um what what's that what's that moment what are you looking for when that moment strikes what what triggers you in that moment when you're like this is what i gotta do now oh you mean like when the when like the switch happens yeah when the muse strikes okay when the muse strikes um so i i am now thankfully in a really really good like physical space um, a couple of years ago, my partner and I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, where we could afford a nice apartment with, you know, more than more than one room. <laughs> it's also the bedroom and the living room and the kitchen. Right. Um, <clears throat> and so I have this beautiful space to create in. And so I've I have furnished it um, like I still have I still have a couple plants in here. And I recently have put I keep all my instruments out all the time. Um, and this is also a privilege I can now afford because I'm not gigging. All yeah. the time whereas like before everything always had to be ready to go right. so it was always like in everything had to be in its cases all the time right right but now because i have everything out um and then i recently set up my little recording station back yeah you can see it back there mm-hmm. um and so it's really just like being being poised for it and like being in position to like when the muse comes i don't have to waste time like where's my notebook where's my pen where's my guitar yeah i just have everything there and i could just pick it up and go and that's usually how it goes like i'll get yeah you want to come be part of the interview yeah all right everybody cat cam hey 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 hey. everybody this is piper she's she always likes to interrupt our streams (laughs) um but anyway yeah so usually i'll get like a phrase it Mm. starts with a phrase in my head and then i'm like oh that's interesting and so i'll write that down and then expound upon it that's usually that's the start of the process mm-hmm. it, but how how can you how do you it's just it's just something comes to you and you and it just lights something up in you and and you're just like oh okay that's interesting kitty cat yeah for sure piper piper is a cute cat she is she she doesn't look overweight she just looks fluffy i thought it was She's a, extremely fluffy yeah i thought she was fat but like yeah, there's something about fat cats that i really like I, which is really unfortunate I, like i i've always told my wife i want like uh like i want like a pug or or uh, a, a bulldog an english bulldog just so i can like overfeed it and have it fat no. and it's just walking around going <laughs> Like it's just oh, so no. cute, but it's so horrible. Like you know, it, yeah. and my wife's sitting there like, "Why would you spend twelve hundred dollars on something that you're going to torture to death for your own amusement?" It's like, she well, got a point. Well, I don't know because it's so cute. <laughs> it's called okay, the worst, yeah. Uh, but but I, of course, I have not done that. Our last dog died of old old age, and it was oh. and she was amazing and. Um, so I don't I don't overfeed my animals, everybody. <laughs> I'm not a cruel asshole for my own amusement. How dare you? I know, I know. It, it's rude. Uh I I oh my come on. All right. What 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 prompted you to move to Arizona out of all the places? Because you when I met you, you were based out of Seattle, correct? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then now you're in Arizona. So I, I know you mentioned that you know it's cheaper, but was there any other factors that sort of was involved? Like, how did you end up in Arizona? Do you like know people there or something? Like, how, how, 
it's just such a it's such a weird change i guess it's not that weird but i mean from like the pacific northwest to the desert in my mind mm-hmm. is an extreme change so it is extreme yeah mm. um so i was on the road pretty consistently from 20 the end of 2015 through uh the end of 2019 mm. so about about four years consistently on the road um and that was because i couldn't afford to settle down and stay in seattle there's not really gigs in seattle and so when i was home i was driving an average of like two hours to a gig and two hours back and so i would like all my time was with gigging and i couldn't i like not only could i not financially afford to have a place but i like i couldn't even afford my time it wouldn't have made sense to have a nice home space for myself right and it was starting to get a little old (laughs) because i was like you know i'd really like to not be so overworked and exhausted and be so drained by driving all the time yeah where could i live that would be conducive to being just like a a hub where i can have regular gigs during the week and go on tour when i want to right and uh so but being on the road consistently sort of afforded this lovely option of of just scouting out places and anytime i found a place i liked i would just book more gigs there and come (laughs) back to it and stay there longer and longer yeah and phoenix happened to be the spot where I just like people were really helpful and really friendly and I made friends really quickly and and in the music scene and they were really really willing to to help me out and get me connected and Phoenix happens to be one of the only if not the only place that you can live affordably and make a decent living as a musician because there's so many like resorts and it, there's patio culture and like most restaurants here will have live music which is awesome and most places do pay for it albeit not a whole lot but they do they do pay uh uh close to a living wage for it Mm. yeah that i mean i i i've come to love phoenix like i I think uh 2019 i i toured the whole southwest with my reggae band and they have like which is really funny to think about is that they have like quite a reggae scene there in phoenix um we played at oh not ricky's other place it's um where the hell is that place i can't think of it who cares whatever uh but we played with this reggae band and and it was so fun like the i don't know like did did you move to phoenix like it, it was just one of those things that you were like hey i'm gonna go there because they have this scene or was it like i'm just we gotta find a, a cheaper place to live that's a city i can work in like like, did you research this? Like, I'm just curious on how, like, Phoenix sort of even got on your radar. Um, yeah, so I, my first Phoenix gig was in 2015 on my very first tour. And it was definitely just, like, a bunch of cold calling. <laughs> and um, I managed to get on a bill with somebody who's now one of my best friends, Corby. Um, and she ended up being my connection for a lot of the um returning to the area Mm. over the over the following four years yes yes. and it was just yeah like the atmosphere and and the weather for sure Mm. (laughs) helps uh yeah it's basically like when you're when you have the agency and the choice to pick a place you want to live just like with every decision it's like okay there's everything is going to suck so which flavor of this sucking can i put up with right 
Well, and especially if it's a place that's affordable to live, right? It's like, it's like, cause Seattle, I love Seattle. Howdy, Howard Corey. Thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, like I love Seattle. Like I like the, the weather's not the best, but like I love the vibe. I love the 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 food. The the people there are cool. Like it's a cool city. You know, there's music and all that stuff, which is actually really funny that you said that uh, that you said that you couldn't that you didn't really gig within the city. Mm -hmm. let's circle back to that but it's the it's 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 just because i had the similar i had that same similar thing in san diego where it's like Mm -hmm. weather's awesome music's great uh you know like i lived in ob so like i've ob what's up this is where it's at where where is it OB Noodle House? Oh, yeah. I love the Noodle House. I love the Noodle House. I love Winston's. Winston's shut down from the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> I, I love that whole thing. You played the Farmer's Market. Didn't you play the Farmer's Market or something? Yeah. Like? Yeah. That was where it's at. Yeah. The, these, uh, these puns are terrible. <laughs> Yo, Seattle is the shit. But we had that same thing where it was like we had to sort of figure out, me and my wife had to figure out like, okay, San Diego is just becoming unmanageable that we weren't really able to gig within the city as well mm-hmm. and um you know we, we were just like well the midwest we'll just go to the midwest i guess and you know it, when we got here it was amazing things were great but as soon as the pandemic hit it's like you really realize that you're in a shithole of a place <laughs> And I'm not trying to shit on anybody from the Midwest. No, same here. I feel yeah. But, but not and not and even people. Yeah, it, it's a I, like the city I live in is like Trump Town, which you know I'm not against Trump supporters or whatever. I'm just saying, to, just to give you a precedent of the kind of people that this place attracts. My whole, I there's there's a flag down the street from me that says Trump 2024, take America back. So I'm just trying to paint a picture here, okay? I don't care about your political affiliations, whatever. It's all good. But I'm just painting a, a picture for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very, really interesting place to be. Uh, but, but again, once the pandemic hit and all of our gigs dried up, my wife was working at this amazing theater um, who's owned by Jeff Daniels. It's, I don't, he, Jeff Daniels is the, the not Jim Carrey guy in Dumb and Dumber for anybody. <laughs> the guy the other one yeah the other guy the dumber um that's who jeff daniels is so she was working at this theater owned by him and doing well and and really uh it was great but it was um yeah but as soon as this pandemic came like everything dried up and we we're just like wow now we just live in a shithole where we can't eat anything good and it's just like Ugh. but <laughs> i'm curious it, it, I, I'm just reflecting off of what you're saying. It's like you kind of got to take the good with the bad, the bad with the good, whatever, you know, like there's going to be certain aspects to, especially moving to a place that's more affordable. Now, on the upside, mm-hmm. I, we were able to, at the drop of a dime, go out and get a bunch of expensive equipment to start streaming because because of the pandemic, because we were able to afford where we live, because we live in a place that's sensible in 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 the in price of living uh which the west coast is not is not a sensible place especially during a pandemic why weren't you able to gig in seattle it's such a musical city i mean it's the same it's consistent uh up and down the west coast and the east coast it's they're all very liberal communities and musicians flock to liberal communities and 
also, uh, especially in Washington State, you got a bunch of people moving with the tech migration, mm. and those people have money, and they just drop their money on instruments, <laughs> and they and they just want to they just want to play. They want to play anywhere, and open mics aren't good enough for them. They still want to play right. like places, but they'll do it for free because they can't. They don't need the they don't need right. the money from it. Right. And on the flip side of that coin, you have broke artists who are committed to the starving artist fallacy <laughs> and they're so desperate to be seen and heard that they'll play for nothing as well and so there really isn't room for gigging musicians unless you're doing like the wedding hustle unless you happen to have the cor the connections to do corporate things um but even then like that is such a grind it's so difficult in seattle it's ridiculous um and again, like extremely incestuous just because the there's uh, confirmation bias, both in the in the like rich tech people who have their guitars and in the starving artist people. And it's like there's no crime rate crime rate in Seattle. Um, no, I the crime rate is is mostly on the shoulders of the police force there. But, uh, you know, we won't uh, I guess we let's go into that. Yeah, we don't have to go there. Uh, yeah, so it really just like it's difficult to find a place where artists self respect themselves enough to demand to be paid, mm. um, and where businesses are still out to make a, a partnership instead of just exploiting artists because artists want to be exploited. <laughs> Please exploit me, I just want attention. A I mean, yeah, dude, <laughs> just a little. Um, no, I, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Um, the the there was definitely. I mean, the thing about San Diego that I really enjoy is that I was able to work, but when it, but it was definitely not always in the city itself. I would definitely have to go out to North County or or mm. or down south near Chula or or uh, you know just just outside the city itself. And and rarely was I actually performing like downtown or in one of mm -hmm. the like you know one of the hot spots in town. Um, so it, it, they're really. I mean, that was the thing about San Diego, though, I still got to give it love is because I was able to work and mo all my friends were able to work. They were able to pay rent with with the money they made from working. Um, so it, it's that's really interesting. It's really interesting how different different cities can be. I mean, San Diego, mm -hmm. San Diego, I don't feel like has ever really been known for this huge music scene. So I feel like maybe this this burgeoning scene where people are actually getting paid and actually making a living and, and paying these exorbitant amounts of, of rent um, just by playing music, uh, maybe it's because of a burgeoning scene because Seattle has just been saturated for fucking 40, 30 years or something, right? Like, it's just... It's, right, it's yeah. Been people sort of, move there for the legend of the scene without right. being willing to actually, like, invest in the community and right. like making the community itself stronger yeah so that it's sustainable did, when you were there did you did you were musicians supportive of each other were musicians or, or was it kind of like clicky and like backstabby because the gigs were kind of you know sparse or how, how was it like how was the community of that city so the thing that really really set phoenix apart from seattle is seattle is very much like I'll do you favors after you do me favors. And so people don't really pay attention to you unless you go to their gigs. 
first. Mm-hmm. Like unless unless you're willing to show up and support them. Right, right. Um, and like I wasn't able to because I was gigging all the time and like driving all over the place. And so I, <laughs> I was always pretty disconnected from the Seattle scene. Right. And also because like everybody wants to jam and it's and jamming is usually just extremely masturbatory. Like, <laughs> so gross. I'm not about it. Uh, oh man. Go ahead. Uh, whereas like in Phoenix, I was so surprised and so touched because a bunch of the people that I spoke to and made friends with were they like took initiative and they're like, oh, you're new. I, it's a lot like the Twitch music community, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're new. I want to help you. I want to build you up. Here's who you should talk to. Like, go join this Discord and like we'll have someone so raid you. And like all the musician friends that I made in Phoenix would bring their friends and their families to my gigs that they helped me get. <laughs> and it was so, so encouraging and so refreshing. Um, I love that. Yeah. I I I I totally got that vibe from uh from from Phoenix. I totally got that vibe. The reggae scene, the reggae dudes, they were there. They were like, they were so like, dude, come back. We got gigs for you, and we had planned on doing it, but the pandemic. Uh, but it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I completely got that vibe out there, like the Arizona vibe, and um, the whole reggae thing is the Phoenix jazz scene is gross though. Oh, okay. Why is the Phoenix jazz scene gross? Okay. Uh, do you want? Do you want a story? How much? How much time do we have? Do you want? Do you want me to go on this little tangent? Of course I do. This is this is what it's. This is what we're here for, Wonder. We want to okay. hear the the grossness of the the Phoenix jazz scene. All right. So I love. Don't get me wrong. Like I love jazz. I love the idea of jazz. I don't hate all jazz players. <laughs> There's a. But unfortunately, just like how like. Like if you close your eyes and you picture like woman songwriter, singer songwriter, you think like the the flowing locks and the the floppy hat and the like you know frilly dress and they they write the sad songs, uh-huh. right? Right. Um, and if you oh Lychee, <laughs> um, and if you close your eyes and you picture like jazz savant, it's generally not somebody who's like, I'm here to collaborate. I'm here to support. Yeah. I am here to provide backup. Um, jazz, my experience with most men, jazz musicians, is they are very much there to try and steal the spotlight. <laughs> um, and they have this attitude of, you're nothing without me. Ooh. When... Oh, so um, so my agency here when I first got the Phoenix, um, they would pair me with trios because a lot of the resorts that I play at and got my work at, um, they do like some solo nights and then a lot of like rock trio nights, mm-hmm. pop pop rock trio nights, and it would be like me, um, me on vocals and guitar, and then a drummer and a bassist. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, <laughs> the person I'm about to throw under the bus right now is a bassist. Um, Unless it's a bassist. Jazz bassists are the worst <laughs> creatures <laughs> on the planet. Unless they're women. Because women jazz bassists have to put up with all the men jazz bassists. It's true. I mean, Esperanza Spalding is amazing. And I can't imagine the amount of mansplaining that she's had to endure in her mm-hmm. lifetime. Especially coming out of a, an institution like Berkeley College for music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, yes. So I, I yeah, I, I respect that. I, I can get on that. I can I can get behind that. I know a couple jazz bassists who are fucking douchey as fuck. <laughs> so this guy that my agency put me with for a couple of gigs, 
was like a friend of the agent, has worked with the agent several times, has done a bunch of gigs here. He's from New York. <laughs> and everybody that I asked about him, um, when I was like, what's this guy's deal? Like, what should I do? What should I do to prepare to do this gig with him? Everybody was like, oh, he's a jazz guy from New York. That's just how he is. And it's like, that is not, that does not set the scene well hey, for me it's for not, what that's going to look like. That's not a great and excuse like, at all. Right away, this guy asked for like tabs. And so I made, I made him tabs instead of what I usually do is I'll just like call out the key. Mm. Right. Because if you're a professional jazz musician from New York, generally all you need is the key to you know riff around with yes and that's sort of the point of of being like an improv trio mm -hmm. that isn't paid to rehearse right is is you need to be able to improvise but anyways i digress <laughs> um so the very first so I, I sent this guy tabs i spent like a whole, an entire day making him tabs and he oh, thank you for that oh, follow right jeff so oh jeff, jeff ross, ross what up Jeff, Jeff Ross. Ross is a buddy from uh, from Seattle. Oh, Jeff, who Ross. also moved to Arizona. Uh, hey, got on the AZ train. On the AZ train. Yeah. Um, so this guy shows up late uh, <laughs> with a broken with a broken cable, so that anytime he moved or adjusted just a tiny bit, his amp would make this horrible sound, like horrible, very <laughs> loud, broken sound. Yeah. Um, and he did not print out my tabs and he had not told me that he hadn't printed out my tabs and instead he was like here are my tabs let's do these songs and i was like no what they're paying us to do up-tempo pop songs and these are all very chill coffeehouse songs Oof. that we're not supposed to play what are you doing yeah um and he and he was like well what are you what are you looking at your charts from and i was like my ipad and he was like well can i have your ipad i was like no <laughs> my ipad bro um so he shows up late um he's like schmoozing with the bartender he had, we do this terrible set halfway through the first set he comes over to me while we're mid-song he looks over my shoulder at my ipad even though i've told him i've told him the chords i've told him the key and he starts humming very loudly off key in my ear while i'm trying to play this song with him mm, and then on our breaks he kept intercepting the the audience members who wanted to come up and talk to me because it was the <laughs> wonder truly trio and i was a singer and nobody honestly like i love i love accompanists i love them to death i appreciate them so much i appreciate what they bring to the table i don't need them <laughs> i hey, don't hey it is a privilege to have them. Mm -hmm. I do not need them. Yeah. And so it is extremely insulting when someone comes in with the attitude of like, you're nothing without me. Like I, I am the reason people are here. Oof. That, that. Uh, and I had to play several gigs with him and every, <sighs> every single time was worse. Oh my God. Uh, oh my I have a very low opinion <laughs> of uh, men jazz bassists. And that's my, that is my rant for today. That's my one. But well, don't let just one ruin it for all of them. But I do know, again, I do know a few jazzy bass douchers that, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're that rude. They're they're professional, but they're not. You know, like, because you could be a douche, but be professional. But but that's the thing. It's like, what I've noticed is that if you're a douche and you're that shitty, it's like you're not working. As, you're not working. Although this guy, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's working because he can read tabs, which... 
that when when you say tabs new york jazz bass guy it's like tabs what tabs like wait exactly tabs you're asking for tabs why why are you asking me for tabs shouldn't you have like a fake book with like music notes and shit it's like and for anybody that doesn't know what tabs are tablatures are a way of notating um that is a little bit easier for people to understand Uh, it's like it goes by numbers and frets and stuff so it's another way of notating things in music just for anybody who doesn't know what tabs are (laughs) thank you pizza man i'm glad glad that you uh that i could inform you and by the way, Pizza Jams, I'm sorry about the, 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 the Discord today. I, I had it all screwed up, but you should be able to access the, the stuff. Um, Taddy Panda, thank you so much for being here. Was, was that Wonder Storytime? It was, but, uh, but mm-hmm. we have plenty of story time for you guys, for, so don't, 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 uh, don't fret. We have plenty of story time. So <gasps> enjoy your lurk, Taddy Panda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at those lips. What are they doing? What's happening there? <laughs> what, what did uh, Bonnie say? She said anus lips. Yeah. <laughs> they hate us because they anus lips. Uh, <laughs> so I like that you uh I like that you pointed out that the that Phoenix has sort of this like encompassing music scene and you sort of brought it to Twitch because I'm like I'm like you. I I come from a different you know, a different world. And when you see musicians going out of their way for you and, or, or other streamers going out of their way for you to like help you or to get you raids or whatever it is that they do or help you with tech, it does not ring. That, 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 that does not transfer over in the IRL because coming from music, especially coming at music from a time that when I moved, first moved to San Diego, San Diego's music scene was kind of fucked. It was not. It mm-hmm. was very disparate. It was, it was like mid-2000s. So, like, and by the, time, by the time I left the scene, I was, uh, it was amazing. Hey, Kuru, thank you so much for that follow. I appreciate it. I want to put my follower bar back up, but I don't want to get in the way of people's faces. But that, that, that idea of, of musicians helping, I don't come from that world <laughs> as much you know and towards the end of the well coming up towards the pandemic and before i left the san diego music scene was amazing you had musicians supporting each other you had oh, you didn't like it no i'm 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 sad for you <laughs> like i i totally get it oh keep going oh no i for me it was awesome behind the suit what's up baby um can we get a shout out for behind that suit too um but the it was awesome. I loved it. I I was in a community. I was in a. I was playing in the reggae community. I was having I, I just a blast doing it. And so it it was great when times are good. But when times are bad or when gigs are sparse, mm-hmm. people change. You know, and it's different. It's a different scene. And and that's what I saw happen with San Diego to you know over the time period that I was there. Um, when you came to Twitch and you saw how people were very friendly, what, was that off-putting to you? I mean, not, I don't know. I want. I don't want to call it off-putting. I don't want to call people being friendly to me off-putting. But like, when you're when you're used to a certain kind of treatment as a musician and an artist, you know, uh, wh- how did that affect you? I mean, did you notice? Like, how did you? You know, how did you? How did that affect you when you came to Twitch and you're like, and people were just like, hey, let me help you with these very complicated right. things. It was so overwhelming. Like, 
Um, yeah, and feel- it, it definitely flares up that imposter syndrome, right? Of like, oh my God, I, 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 these people, they think I'm something and I'm not that thing. And I have to try to deliver to be that person that everybody mm-hmm. thinks I am. Right. And they're going to find out and they're all going to leave. <laughs> Whereas now, now that I realize that it is a proper community and I know how it works and I see how, like, honestly, and this is what I love so much and this is what i think music should be is it people we support each other regardless of of like level of talent right Mm -hmm. or like level of skill and it's definitely just a like a relational i don't even want to say fan base but like a relational like connection and love that becomes very mutual and it's based on like the person and what that artist can give to the community and that's what what fosters that growth in that connection and i just think that is like the most incredible beautiful thing it's what i've always wanted my career to look like and now having that tangibly is just like whoa (laughs) right right because as a musician as a traveling musician like it's your dream to be able to just show up at these places and people are gathered there to see you and they they want to pay for a ticket to come see your show and and we got the kitty cat back and uh, it, it and it it's just such a hard grind of like travel and and expenses and oh, shitty hotels and broken what equipment. Hotels? Yeah, exactly. You got hotels? <laughs> you know, I'm a little fancy. I'm a little fancy. <laughs> but but no, I I've definitely had to sleep in the van. So like I know what it's like to sleep in the van in Monterey where it's cold as fuck at night. Um, Sally. Oh, Monterey. Yeah, I I love love Monterey. Monterey. Right? You can't go wrong with Monterey. Sally, thank you so much for that follow. I appreciate it. Thank you for jumping up in there. If you guys aren't following Sally, uh, she is a phenomenal artist and just super fun and sweet to hang out with. And she also has a gremlin cat named Morgan. So 11 out of 10. Go follow Sally. I like it. Here's a shout out for everyone to go and and kick it with Sally. And... um, um shit what were we talking about anyways the the no the twitch scene i definitely i i love this so let's let's get into it why why what sort of prompted you to come over to the platform uh what what's going tell me how did you end up here on twitch oh boy um i want to hear your answer first how'd you end up here um well i knew about twitch for for a while me and reina both have in in fact reina started a twitch pay a channel about three or four no it's been like four years ago now maybe even five a while back when we were still in california and she she was just gonna read books and shit on it she's like i'm just gonna read books on it and i'll just have fun with it you know whatever and and back then there was not really a music category oh no they had just added the music category back then so um we never did anything with it and then the pandemic came and we saw all of our friends on Facebook doing the, you know, the Facebook stream shuffle, like trying to hustle up some uh, grub. And they uh, uh, and we were just like, oh, what is up with this Twitch thing? So we started going and checking out Twitch and and checking out the, the you know, different streamers. And um, I mean, we definitely were... Uh, we were definitely sold pretty quickly because in the beginning of the pandemic, when all of our gigs dried up and, and, you know, life seemed kind of 
scary and, and crazy. Um, we uh, we found a lot of comfort and solace in like hanging out and in, in uh, streamers like with just Joe and with uh, uh, the fantastic Plastics, who I love to death. They're just amazing. And um, we just found so much community and love in, in, in the Twitch scene, especially at a time that was very sad and very dark for, for musicians in general. It was just a very dark time for, for anybody yeah. who's being creative. Um, so we, Raina started streaming, what was it, Raina? Was it in April? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or did you buy Twitch? Twitch bought you, or did you buy Twitch? Well, I had to. Buy, yeah, Jeff Bezos bought Twitch. Uh, the no, I had. We we definitely had to buy into to Twitch. It was definitely some uh, in Soviet Russia. Twitch join you. Uh, <laughs> um, definitely have to buy into it. Uh, but but it was great, and and Reina was able to do this community, and then in June I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do this because. As soon as the pandemic hit, I was like, I just checked out and I went straight into work mode and I just started building out my website and I just started doing all this shit. So I was like, why not expand out to Twitch? And here we are. And now I have completely created like a 40 hour work week. That's just the podcast, which I'm not getting paid a 40 hour work week, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not complaining. Uh, because, I mean, I love my podcast, and the podcast has been around for six years, and this has been so cool to be, you know, stupid, this has been so cool to be able to, like, visualize this, and to make it into a video scene, so it was really just, you know, we just, we saw the writing on the wall, I think that's the best answer you could say, is because I honestly think that this is where things are going anyway. I know that shit's going to open up, but like, I think that the box has been open and I don't think people are going to get back in the box. I think that music streaming is out there. People know it's a viable way to do something and it's a great way to get your name out there. And I, and the amount of control over atmosphere and, and, and the nuance that you can put into a performance is just so incredible because of, because I mean, when you're doing those beautiful, <laughs> Thank you for those loops. When you're doing those beautiful loops and you're doing your harmonies and you have all these like quiet noises that, that are really just beautiful to the ears, what happens to those beautiful nuances in a bar where people are clacking and screaming and go, ah, ha, 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 and blind, like fighting and puking on each other? It goes nowhere. <laughs> it's nowhere. It, it, it's just, you just you might as well take a shit on stage because it's like, you know, those situations aren't always the most ideal. And I feel like this this platform offers like an ideal situation that I would love to. I mean, I love hanging out in streams. I love playing music. I love doing this. Um, but yeah, that was a very long drawn out answer wander you shouldn't answer you shouldn't ask me a question see this is about you not about me by the way everybody who came from my channel make sure you follow random mystique badass musician chillest most loving vibes i agree let's get a shout out for random mystique <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so now like that. now uh now it's your turn what how did you end up here um so I also had an account existing for a while oh, nice. just because uh, I, I used to stream a lot on Periscope. Mm, um, yeah. And I and I had I had PJ streams on Periscope, actually, like when I when my insomnia was really, really bad. 
Um, I would just like grab my ukulele and sit on the kitchen floor at my at my uh, family's house in Seattle where I lived and just like very quietly <laughs> play and sing to the other insomniacs of Periscope. Yes. Um, and I also first started trying to stream here on Twitch in April um, as a... But it was like an act of desperation, right? It's like, oh no, all my gigs dried up. I should still try to keep playing music. So I'm going to multi-stream on Facebook and Periscope and Twitch and see what happens there. Mm. And like nothing, nothing really happened. And I, it was giving me a lot more anxiety yeah. than, than otherwise. Um, I think just because like it was so tumultuous and my mental health was just not, not ready for a new platform. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I, I get that. I get that so much. I get that. Please finish. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're ready when you're ready, right? Like you can convince. Um, oh, thank you I have a so couple much. friends that I've been trying to coax onto Twitch, Comatize. and thank some you. of them just don't want to listen to what it what it is, and mm. they have their own ideas about what right. Twitch is, and they're they're very stubborn, and they're just not going to. <laughs> um, right. And some people want to, and are slowly working their way there. Mm. Um, my beautiful boyfriend, Jimothy who is the hunk of exclamation point hunk on my channel. He's been trying to get me onto Twitch for ever because he was a um, full-time Twitch gamer uh, mm. a couple of years ago. And, and he's been telling me over and over, like, you should do Twitch. You should do Twitch. Like people will love you. Right. You'll be really successful there. And it'll take off a lot of your stress about gigging. You should do Twitch, 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 Twitch. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. Like I'm not ready to start over a hustle. <laughs> I'm not ready to like i was still healing you know because yeah. once um once pandemic hit and my gigs got got taken away i realized that i was actually in like a really really toxic um work environment mm -hmm. because even though the work here where i live was plentiful it was like a really awful just <gasps> like <laughs> hunk say woo woo <laughs> uh it was like like for instance so january 2020 before pandemic um sort of the nail in the coffin was somebody at one of the resorts i'd played at for years had it out for me and started telling lies to my agency oh my about God. like me being rude or like being too loud or being this and that and the other just things that were like absolutely not true and my agency instead of talking to me about it gave me a warning oh my God. um and so the next time that I played at that resort, I was like walking on eggshells. I was like super nervous. I didn't know who'd ratted me out. Um, and so I just like, I played super, super quietly. Yeah. And I like, kind of like, I tried to keep to myself. And I was, I was like, I was viscerally like very scared. Right. Because, and also it was like really triggering because things like that have happened to me before. Um, there were people who tried to get me fired when I worked on ships and like, somebody lied to my manager at one point and was like wonder was calling people a bitch on stage <laughs> oh my I was god like, I was absolutely not <laughs> oh um, my god but it happened again yeah. um after i played at the resort the next time another complaint to my agency um was uh she was really rude to everybody seemed like she didn't want to be there was like really unhappy Ooh. played too quietly and so my agency again instead of talking to me and asking me how it went they just removed me from the roster uh, for that for that resort what um 
And it was heartbreaking because I loved the staff there. I thought I had a really good relationship there. And then all of a sudden it was just like out of the blue. Um, and it like really solidified that my, like, unfortunately the agency that I used to work for was like really sexist. I was one of like two or three um, women musicians who had stayed on. Whoa. Um, everybody else had left. Wow. Um, and it was just, it was super toxic. I was trying to get in with another agency and they were like doing really shady things like, oh, we're all booked out until like April. Um, and then every, t like when I, when I followed up with them at the day, they told the, like the month they told me to follow up, they were like, oh, we're all booked out until da 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 da. Yeah. And it just like kept going and kept right. going. And then they did this really weird, like, oh, like we'd love to consider you. And this is not. This is not required for us to book you, but like you should come over to my house and film a video. Whoa. <laughs> film a music video and like jam with me. And I was like, no. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like come to your house and audition for you mm -hmm. at your house. Yeah, that's like, really fucking weird and creepy. Yeah, super creepy. Um, and then they like were telling me all these lies, like, oh no, we're booked up, we're booked up. And then my friends would reach out to me and be like, oh, I heard you're looking for work, but so-and-so is actually looking for musicians. Uh, and it was, it was them. So uh, like having a hard stop um, when pandemic hit was just like, I finally let myself feel that trauma mm. that I had been putting off because I needed to play to survive. Uh, right. right. And it's like, you, you really can't afford. I know Sally. Yeah. Um, you can't afford to, to feel those feelings when you have to stay in that situation for survival, right? That's just, that's like trauma 101. Right, right. Um, and so I was finally allowing myself to feel it. And I like was losing my confidence in, in music and like my ability to play and my ability to like reach an audience. Um, and I just like, I needed that time to heal. And so my beautiful boyfriend was still like, you need to do Twitch, you need to do Twitch, you need to do Twitch. And I was like, I know I'm going to eventually. I'm not ready right now. Because um, I'm not done being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done being depressed. Oh, mighty, mighty. Did you just... Mighty, mighty. Oh, how dare you, mighty, mighty, just gifted yeah. five subs. Mighty, mighty. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. my gosh. You oh, guys mighty, are mighty, so mighty, thank you. You gifted them to my community. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. The All my squad gets the subs. <laughs> That's Yay. that's uh that th this is for Mighty Mighty. Oh. Mm -hmm. Sally, welcome, welcome to the Fresh Yay. Fam. We stay in awesome. fresh. Mighty uh, Mighty. That was for you, Mighty. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I, oh, what is it, Lychee? Nice. Yeah, Lychee. Lychee, welcome to the Fresh Fam. Welcome, welcome. I hope you enjoy those. Uh, I know, Sally. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, by the. Oh, I'm gonna just let him play. <laughs> Lights and plants. Welcome to the Fresh Fab. Glad to have you here. Welcome, welcome. I'm gonna give a. There we go. I, sometimes. Yay, mighty, mighty. <laughs> His lips. So stupid. What is going on there? But anyway, like all that context to say that um, in <laughs> August, I finally was, I finally made myself a deadline because I realized that I was dragging my feet <laughs> and I, I set a deadline and I was like, I'm going to start streaming on Twitch in November. And so that was when mm. I started mentally preparing myself and it took three months to do it. Right. Um, but Gosh. I did and I did it and I finally started in November and it was a hot mess. <laughs> 
Um, and it was a hot mess for several weeks, but then we made affiliate in like three weeks, that, that, um, which was ridiculous. Yeah, that's and pretty quick. It's just been a steady build since. And I like I got my second Twitch payout today, and I was able to pay my car payment with that. And oh. that's like, yeah, I never would have thought, you know, four months ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is so tight. I love that. Thank you for those biddies. Thank you for those subs. Mighty, mighty. You're killing it. You're, you're, you're killing it. J, JDCH, thank you so much for that follow as well. And, and, and Taddy Panda, I appreciate that follow. Thank you so much, you guys. <laughs> I, guess the, I guess the things are a little late. Or we just had a lot go on. Yeah, so, so that's really interesting that you started in, in, in April, but it was just a little bit too much for you. <gasps> <laughs> here we go the woo train <laughs> just keep it we're just gonna keep it going folks uh yeah we uh the it, it's really interesting you started and you were doing like periscope and stuff oh and, and here we go now we got a hype train <gasps> you see what you did mighty mighty you oh shoot <laughs> hype train everybody let's do it I, you see what you did mighty mighty you see what you did Hold on, Wonder, please just bear with me. I'm gonna give them the Hype Train song. Oh, there's a Hype Train song. Kind of. It's just the regular song. Uh, j j just give me one second, guys. I'm gonna... Yeah, 100% Hype Train! Yes! Thank you, you guys. I'm here you guys for are amazing. It. Absolutely amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and play this little song for you guys while I, um, see if I can do it from memory. I, I don't know if I'll be able to, but uh, we'll see. Alright. It's raining tacos from out of the oops. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. Ooh, golly. Okay, here we go. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. Just open your head and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. Thank you for those biddies, Wander. It's raining tacos. Oh, it's raining tacos. <laughs> Out in the streets, tacos. All you can eat. Lettuce and shells, cheese and meat. It's raining tacos. Yum, yum, yummity yum. It's like a dream. Yum, yum, yummity yum. More sour cream. More sour cream. It's rainy tacos. Ooh, tacos. Ooh, tacos. Ooh, ooh. It's rainy tacos. <laughs> it's rainy tacos. From out of the sky, tacos. No need to ask why. Just open your mouth, close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. All right, there you go, guys. I, I appreciate that. Oh my gosh, that is like <laughs> you guys. Hell yeah, Raina. Um, okay, okay. So we got <laughs> we got bass solos. We got a lot of stuff here. Um, okay, uh, Wander, please. They're making me do a bunch of stuff, so... Um, Go do it. Do it. I'm here for it. 
Okay, so first I saw a Baby Yoda interview. So give me one second, you guys. I gotta get this. Give me one Ooh, second. We're almost to level four hype. Okay, you guys ready for you guys ready for Baby Yoda? We're gonna do a live interview with the 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 knowledgeable man himself or alien guy itself. Oh my god, this is just terrible. Okay, give me one second. I'm gonna get Yoda here. All right, you ready? Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody say hi to Baby Yoda. Hi, Baby Yoda. Level four hype train. Level four hype train, Baby Yoda. Uh, do you have any wise words for us today? Yeah, yes I do. What are they? Oh my god, this is so scary. Who's doing that's really spooky. I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> Wander truly like baby Yoda. What oh my god, you guys are thank you guys so much. You guys are uh making me a little overwhelmy here. So <laughs> oh, uh uh truly, baby Yoda wants to know what what do you how do you see your future? Um, I see my future as uh one day, hopefully soon, I will have replaced the income that I lost um from not being able to gig and it'll make it so that when gigs open up again i don't have to go back to my terrible agency and i can take the gigs i want to take and eventually i'll i will have a uh hopefully have a steady enough income in music again to where i can actually contribute to our <laughs> household finances and help us buy a house because jim really wants to buy a house oh that's really nice did you so baby yoda uh uh wander you heard wander she said that uh she just wants to make enough off to thank you guys so much for these biddies you guys are amazing by the way thank you so much uh uh baby yoda uh now now uh wander uh do you have a question for baby yoda Ooh, yes um Baby Yoda, what what are you gonna get me for my birthday? Okay, Baby Yoda, what are you gonna get Wander Truly for her birthday? Go. Maybe some biddies. Maybe, Maybe some, some biddies. biddies. Hey! <laughs> I love it. Biddies for your birthday. Everybody, give Baby Yoda a round of applause. Thank you so much, Baby Yoda, for coming out and doing a quick little interview. Thank you so much. You have a great day. <laughs> I love it. That was awesome. Thank you, Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. Woo. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Creepy fuss. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, we got a bass solo, and then we're going to get back to the conversation. So no more point channel stuff. <laughs> Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Yay. Awesome possum. Okay. All so right. Neat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sweat all over my wife's you base my sweaty hands i know that she's gonna like that i know that she loves it this is uh everybody say hi to you base 420 this is uh this is reina's uh uke uh, base and oh my gosh saucy chicken nugget thank you so much all right i'm gonna do a real quick i'm gonna do a quick base solo because i want to get back to uh chatting it up with wander truly here so uh, this is what I've been doing lately, so um, it's not very impressive, but uh, this is about as good as it gets. All right, hold on. Ooh.
That's it. There's your solo, Pizza Man. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. That that's just literally just me, just circle jerking. You, when you said when you said when you said how jammy. Thank you guys so much for those biddies. You guys are incredible. Well, okay, let's just stop the biddies though. Okay, let's just stop. We can't. You're let's on a little four hype train. <laughs> just, let's we just, don't make the rules. Which. It, let's just let's just it's okay it's okay it doesn't have to get to level five everyone it's fine um, yes, it does. <laughs> save it for my one. birthday is march 11th a month from yesterday Ooh, march 11th so what is that pisces mm -hmm. yeah. oh how do you like being a pisces um i like it a lot better now that i know my um rising and moon because my horoscope never made sense because i was never like super shy in the way that it, it wanted me to be shy and i've mm. never been like that lofty um but i am a leo rising in a gemini moon and so my life makes a ton more sense now oh, how does it make a ton more sense I, I, that it doesn't make sense thank you guys again for the biddies i told i told you guys to stop uh <laughs> this, this is, mm -mm, this, is getting, get five. this is getting out of hand um i i appreciate it but it's just let it run there you go hype that thank you thank you hype trade success that was awesome you all get some emotes my hands are very Woo. sweaty now and i appreciate it you guys are amazing that was incredible you guys are fucking badasses thank you so much I, oh diamond eyes i've been waiting i want those diamond hands and moving dutchman thank you so much you guys, uh, let me go through here and just make sure I make sure I give everybody love. Saucy chicken nuggets. Thank you so much for those biddies. Moving Dutchman. I appreciate those hundred biddies. Mighty mighty with more hundred biddies behind that suit. Hundred biddies. Thank you, saucy chicken nugget. Where did you get six hundred biddies? Hey, uh, <laughs> mighty mighty. Thank you for those bits again. More bits from Saucy Wander. Thank you so much. Mighty mighty's killing it. Uh, behind that suit, you guys. Pizza jams. Thank you so much. You you guys just you guys just killed it I, I i do appreciate your your friend bonnie thank you for those biddies and uh uh i want to make sure i'm not jd J, oh no that was a follow but thank you for that follow jdhch i think i already thanked you but hey it's okay to thank people again okay saucy thank you it, it's over this the hype train's over saucy we you can put the biddies away it's it's okay it's okay uh <laughs> so uh yes got like one month to say so why why <laughs> you guys you guys are killing me so why is it that it makes sense now that you're in the rising moon of leo and the crescent of capricorn or whatever you said there we go yeah yeah okay <laughs> so like so pisces is like you're so sensitive and you cry all the time and you feel all of the feelings and you like the ocean and <laughs> everything and like all those stupid like memes of the aesthetic of your horoscope mine sucks so bad and they're also the last one like pisces is always the afterthought mm. um so they're always like really boring but um so um i forget like there's like uh i think your moon is like who you who you actually are and your rising is like how people perceive you or something like that but anyways um basically it means that like i pisces feel all the feelings um leo i feel them very loudly and gemini um i i can't make up my mind on anything 
I see, I see. So it, it, it makes sense in, in the fact that it just sort of relates to your personality types and mm-hmm. stuff. Or like a, a Gemini, I have my I have my fingers in too many pies. Yeah, I can feel that. I, I feel that. I'm an Aries. And I don't know what. Of course you are. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a fiery Aries. What is that? Is Aries a fire? I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, you know, I wonder, wonder, uh, wonder, what do you want your best TP to get for your birthday? Did, did you already answer that, by the way? I didn't. No, I got okay. distracted. This is from, uh, this is from Teddy Panda. They, they use their fresh bars. Thank you for using those fresh bars for the, the, the questions. That really helps. But yeah, what do you want your TP to, your best TP to get you for your birthday? And I don't, what, what's a TP, by the way? I don't know what that is. Teddy Panda. TP oh. Teddy Panda. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I get you. I get you. I get you. I see you. Before my birthday, I think, God, I don't even know. I don't know what I would want Panda to get me for my birthday. I think, I think probably for my birthday, we should figure out a little, a little mod party for Ooh. our mods. We should just do like a little exclusive uh, mod celebration party. Koma's here. Hey. Yay. Speaking of mod party, what up, Koma? Mod love. Uh, we should do a little mod mod game night or movie night for my birthday. No, yeah. I'll make it happen. I'll love. make you all have fun with me. <laughs> you will have fun with me. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. We'll exactly. We'll have fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, so 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 that's what you want for your birthday is a is a is a sub party. Yeah, a mod a mod mod game party. We can do like mod Jackbox or something. Mod Jackbox. Hey, what 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 the hell is Jackbox? I don't even know why I was laughing about that. I don't even know what that is. Jackbox is this really cool um like the appeal is that you can it's you can play these games and it's from your phone and it's on the internet and you all you all look at one screen. Oh. Um and it's like super interactive and you can anybody can play wherever they are. Sweet. And the games are like super random and there's like some trivia games there's some skill games there's some like lying games um jackbox is dope you would like jackbox okay i'm gonna go ahead and write that down jackbox when uh when you were saying about the jamming being sort of masturbatory it's just like i was just having that thought the other day because I, I finally went out and jammed with some friends um for the first time since the pandemic and it was fun, but I was just sitting there like, I have so much shit to do that mm-hmm. this is accomplishing none of that. And like, and when I asked like, hey, what do you, what do you guys want to do with this? It's like, we just want to jam. And it's like, oh, I was like, I was 17 a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> like that yes. was fun when I was yeah. 17, even in my 20s. Hot, hot, hot love those dave k emotes but that's yeah, like i don't even i don't have time yeah. to do something without intention exactly just, like, sit and meander like i i am just now learning the value of doing that like with myself mm. and with my own space and like right. letting myself have room to breathe and like play around and right. experience um not experience but like improvise um with myself right and it's like i need to be comfortable doing that with myself and i think once you're comfortable doing that with yourself then you can first of all you have more to contribute at a jam session and you're not there to just like play over everybody else right because it's always this weird mix of people just want to be heard and people don't understand the value of like 
your voice and your skill is so powerful that if you use it tastefully and if you like really, really listen and collaborate and find the moments where you really think you are actually adding something to the current arrangement is when like actual collaboration can happen. But until then, it's just a mess and it's super boring. And there's always going to be somebody there that's just sitting there uncomfortable in participating because there isn't actually space for them. Yeah. It's just like, I guess I'll, I'll hang out on the sea here. Uh, the, yeah, that, that, uh, it, it's funny. It's, it's just funny. The, the, I agree with you, Sally. Sometimes the jam is doing the thing, though. It's productive by not being productive-ish. No, I, I feel that, and that's why I did it. And that's why I did it in the first place. I, I totally feel you. But it after I did it, and after I was in that moment, and when I was there, you know, I got my rocks off in the first 10 minutes or whatever, and then it was just like, well... Now what 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 two chord vamp do you want to solo over now you know or like you know it's just mm-hmm. it was just I don't know I it it was a really good way to get my um to get my juices flowing again but it all it did was make me want to gig and now I went and bought a fucking mm-hmm. elect I went and bought an electric drum set just so I could get the old band together and so we could jam on stream so that's nice oh that, I love that that's awesome that's what that's what that jam did so it wasn't a complete waste of time but it really did make me want to get a um to get my get an electric drum set first of all because well I'm middle aged I'm an and I'm a dude so like drum set duh it's like a rite of passage right it's a rite of passage drum set is it's required purchasing yeah for yeah for middle-aged dudes yeah it's just what happens uh and and uh so i i started as a drummer and i love it as a drummer but uh uh, but i mean i i i bought it with the intentions of my i want my son to play it i want to play it but also I want to get the band back together and fucking jam with intent and and building towards something and, and because they're excited to come on here and they're excited to like because we did it once and they were like whoa that was insane because it's not it, it was how was it for you coming into the idea of having people dictate your your song list as opposed to you doing the dictation yourself and putting your right. together how was that like how was letting go of that for you because i know it wasn't I easy mean, for them honestly it's so nice <laughs> and that's because like i approach i've always approached my gigging with like that mentality of like what can i add yeah. how can i complement this mm-hmm. atmosphere and with like resorts and a lot of the gigs that i play where it's like really sterile and people aren't there to hear music they're nope. there to eat they're there to hang out with their friends. Mm-hmm. They're there to drink. And like, y- worst case scenario, they're annoyed that you're there. And <laughs> that, that has happened to me so many times. So many times. Um, so like, I always try, like I would, I would have my like ignition starting songs, which were like a couple like upbeat things to just like get myself in the mood. And then from there, um, I didn't have a set song list. I would just sort of like improvise and pick things depending on the mood or depending on like who I saw paying attention and what I thought they would like. Mm-hmm. But it was like such a guessing game. And a lot of times I got it wrong. Um, <laughs> or even if it wasn't my fault, just like people wouldn't engage. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have that burden. I don't have to guess because yeah. it's like, I know that if I see a song in the queue, I'm going to make somebody happy yeah. for having played that. Right. And I also have the trust of my community in that like if I chose to, lead my own song list and it would be like a little treat 
right? Because yeah. it's like, I love you guys so much. We've spent time together. Here's my curated hour right. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And those moments are special. And especially when it's like, uh, Raina did like an all originals night and people loved it. And and like it kind of went on to that, you know, kind of going on what you're saying, how it was like this. You're able to build a community that's built on. It's not just fan and it's not fan and, and, and performer. You know, it's like those barriers get blurred because because community members become really big parts of it. You know, like like certain like certain ones become big parts of the stream and like you miss them when they're not there. It's like you're gathering yes. a group of friends together all the time. And we're just playing and hanging out. And and I, I just, I love that idea. And I love, and I feel like that is the the goal that people want in the real world when they're like going from town to town trying to build these collective, um, you know, audiences. But it's just so hard and there's so much that goes into it. And it's like, why? When you could just do it here. Now, I mean, depending on how you approach it and, you know, the pay is not, what the road is you know but it you can get there and i've never been on a platform and like you said i didn't want to start a whole new platform either like the discord oh my god and what a fucking nightmare that was but it's so awesome i love it so much but it's like you gotta fucking i don't know man it's it's just like I don't even remember what I was talking about. I'm going to be honest with you. I was trying to dig Discord, myself. Discord, new platform, overwhelming, oh, new, yeah. adapting to a completely I, different kind of community <laughs> structure. Thank you, Wander. Because, it's, uh, because I've never been on a platform that has laid out so clearly how to grow as as a as a as as someone who participates in, in in content creating like youtube is just a tire fire over there like i don't even nah. like i have like 2000 subs on there i'm not making any money like mm -hmm. you're supposed to make money after 1000 su uh, subscriptions but then you need 4000 uh listening hours and it's like okay whatever so it, it's they just, keep just like moving the bar exactly like, youtube and facebook and yes. I forget the other ones, but like a lot of the platforms that are, oh, Instagram, yeah. Instagram, um, these things that were supposedly like made to not hurt creators, even if they weren't meant for creators, but they mm -hmm. weren't like out to be malicious to them. Right. But like YouTube especially was made for creators. And so right. why would you keep moving the bar exactly. to chase people away <laughs> well, from... I guess the other argument would be that they're just trying to curate uh, better content. So they're moving the bar to to force people to sort of create a better content because then you could get, you, <laughs> nah, nah, they're just being greedy pigs. Uh, it, 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 no, and I agree with you. I'm just saying another side of that would be they're just trying to curate the best of the community that they can. And really it's just, they're trying to save money on their overhead. It's like, they're just trying to like, cause, cause Raina had, uh, Raina had, uh, monetization on her YouTube. She's had her YouTube since like 2008 or something. She was monetized. And then all of a sudden they were like, nah, you're not monetized anymore. They weren't even going <laughs> to grandfather you in. But with Twitch, it's really interesting because the, the analytics are so like precise like to the point where you can look at a graph of how you're doing and you can see the dips and where people leave and you can go to the exact point at the lowest point, because of course that's where I go to the lowest point where there is the least amount of people. And I, and you can click on it and it'll take you right to the moment that people are bouncing out. 
For mm-hmm. me, it's when we start talking about politics. <laughs> Go figure. Oh yeah. <laughs> but 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 it, but the idea is that it's um they clearly show you like okay you know like go the other way with that don't talk about politics or don't do that anymore or whatever it is it's just the analytics are so precise and and i don't know like it just it seems to me like this is the best and and most straightforward platform if you're looking to grow if you're looking to like find a community because this is not for everybody this this twitch is not for everybody and I was getting offended at first when I was telling all my friends about it, like, no, I'm not going to do Twitch. I'm going to wait for the gigs to come back, whatever. And it's like, okay, whatever, loser, you go do you. But it also occurred to me that not everybody is, is able to just sit in front of a camera and have light shine in their eyes and perform and, and curate a, a, a set list, a community, and, and, and put all this time into it. All due respect, fuck YouTubers. <laughs> anyways but uh i don't know yeah twitch has been one of those things that i just i i uh, that i've come to really appreciate because of that and because it was so overwhelming at first it's really nice that they make it uh pretty clear and straightforward um basically british youtube in the early days of vlogging was a humongous dumpster fight yeah well in the beginning it was all just like kitty pictures like kittens and like dudes getting hit in the nads you know with a wiffle ball and yeah because in the early days of youtube people were migrating over from albinoblacksheep.com oh i i didn't even know that that what the, i didn't even even heard of that it, it was albinoblacksheep.com and then what was the main one where we first got memes like 4chan no it was the other like video Oh, video it's a place. video thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't really know video stuff before YouTube. Were you early adopters with the video stuff? Early what? Were you early adopter to like all the internet and video stuff? Sort of. So <laughs> like, um, I, I, uh, the internet took me in when I was young and friendless and awkward because I'd been homeschooled oh. for most of my life. Um, by a very conservative Christian woman who basically just told me to read. She like bought me textbooks and she was like, read them. And oh. then my I passed the SATs and and had no social skills whatsoever. So are you are you arguing against homeschooling? I am arguing against unregulated homeschooling. <laughs> that's a good that's good. That is good because I you're probably right about that. So, so you just had you had like a really interesting upbringing then, huh? So, did did, did do you get along with with those people still, or your your family? Uh, I don't. I mean, it. Nope. I, no. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, I was curious because you know we were talking about you know depression and oh, you know I'm not trying to bum everybody out, but I, I like to talk about it because mental health is a big issue for me as well. And as somebody who just started taking antidepressants, yay! Um, you know, I, it's just the the whole ups and downs of being this way is is fun. I'm I'm curious on what are some of the ways you sort of get out of these depressive states. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. That's how I get out of my depressive states. I just look at this dude's <laughs> lips going, woo! Like, oh. Um, yeah, that's a really good question. So I have, I am learning. Woo, take your meds. I'm sorry. I still struggle. Take your meds, woo! (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. So I am learning that I need to not panic when I find myself in a slump or when I find myself like triggered by something or um, like an example is I um, I'm finally due to like the safety of my surroundings and just like where I'm at with my journey. I'm finally able to actually like process a lot of my life baggage um in in my songs like things that i was never really able to write about and so i'm like unpacking these old dusty boxes <laughs> in the like attic of my brain right. in my story yeah. um and the the guaranteed aftershock of that is that like it's not just going to neatly close itself back up once you put it in a song like you opened it right. and i uh I made this metaphor that's like it's like um it's like when you wear a sweater for a really long time and then you just like box it up without washing it and then you open it and it still smells like that. Yeah. Um and like the the smell of it just like triggers where you were mm -hmm. at that time and like all the emotions connected to it especially yeah. if you haven't processed them yet. Um and so like of course things are just going to have like an emotional rebound um and so there's a couple songs that I've written in the last couple of weeks that have had me rebound. Mm. Um, and I've, I'll find myself in it. And of course, my impulse is like, no, no, we can't do this. Like, we just spent a whole year being depressed. Like, we need to not. We can't. Yeah. We can't. We can't afford it. We can't afford to not be productive. Like, we can't afford to have bad habits again. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. Um, but that impulse is so destructive yeah. because pushing it away and like having a stress response to the stress response is no bueno. Yeah. And so um, I am learning to sit with it and like invite, invite the feeling in for as long as it needs to be there and sort of just like let it go through me because that's part of like, that's part of recovery. That's part of healing. That's part of like the cycle is that it comes and the sooner you let it in, the sooner it'll leave. Yeah. Oh, Trinaptor's here. Hey, Trinaptor. Hey, Trinaptor. Welcome, welcome. I appreciate you being here. We're talking here. about bummer stuff. You're here just in time. <laughs> You're just in time for yeah. Oh, you, and Reindeer's here. Everybody, everybody, y'all can be famous. All you need, just go to uh, what is it? Big bigfollows.com. And that will get you. I thought I had that taken care of, but you know. What's fun is that I don't even know how to mod my own chat. Like, how do I even get that out of there? Oh, look. Um, An auto mod held. What? Why would they do, hold um, your. Here you go. Um, they held... Forward slash ban and then, then the username. Okay. Oops. I'll do that. Thank you. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Let's see if this works. Are they still here? Yeah, they are. Look at that. Oh, and it takes it away, right? Yeah, it mm -hmm. deletes the thing. Get out of here, whatever your name is. Don't feed the trolls. Then get Don't then they feed get the trolls. Them. Don't feed the trolls. Wizbot autobands. Oh, oh, is that what you use? <clears throat> I'll check it out. So you're learning to sort of sit with it and uh and and, and feel it and, and sort of let go. That almost feels like a form of meditation. I don't know. Mm. Do you meditate at all? I am. I am also learning different, a different approach to meditation mm -hmm. because, like, you know, the way we're all introduced to meditation is like when you get the thought or the feeling, you have to push it away. You have to keep the the right. sky of your mind clear. Yes. 
you have to let them just flow down the river of your consciousness. You right. have to let them pass. You mustn't grab onto them. Right. And like, there of course is truth to that. But if you are somebody with like ADHD, if you're somebody who like is going through some shit and mm -hmm. you can't not dwell on it, right. like there are other forms of meditation that are extremely valid, such as like playing music, such as cooking, such as knitting, such as drawing, working out and like, yeah, working out. Like there are all these different forms of meditation and, um, Leechy's gone, but, um, a bunch of us, Leechy and a bunch of other folks were talking about meditation on our discord. Um, and how like one of the things of meditation is like to, when the thought arrives, you don't push it away. You like hold it, you acknowledge it yes, and you sit with it. And then like, you also invite it. You invite it to leave as much as you invite it to stay. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like the open door right. is there. Right. Because a lot of times when the invasive thought comes, it's you can't help hyperfixating on it. Like even in your hatred of it, you're like attracting it more and you like shut the door on it. You yeah. like lock it in instead of just like holding the door open and being like, I stay here as long as you feel like staying. <laughs> I'm gonna do my thing. Mm -hmm. And like you might influence me to lose sleep or be really uncomfortable or eat dumplings five days in a row but you know what you can leave whatever is convenient for you you're not going to stop me living my life yes yeah that that i think that's a great way of looking at it instead of sort of pushing these ideas away or, or letting them flow down the stream of consciousness whatever that is uh, because it doesn't work for me and I'm ADHD as well so like it's like everything's everywhere and all at once and it, it just doesn't work for me like the best thing I've ever found with with meditation is that it's like you have to acknowledge these feelings because when you like you said if you lock them behind a door they don't go anywhere it's not like they're gonna like just dissipate into the ether on their own volition. It's like those motherfuckers that are, are waiting for you behind that locked mm -hmm. door. So shutting it up, sh pushing it away, or even letting it flow down the stream of consciousness to an extent, uh, you know, it, it, it can be it, it can be damaging. It can be something that just keeps rearing up, and it's something that you don't confront. And uh, man, it, it's like th those things you gotta confront them. But then there's those thoughts that are just like. It's like, how do you differentiate from the thoughts that are, you know, that are destructive from the thought where, uh, to the thoughts and, and feelings that you're just sort of letting pass through? How do you keep like destructive thoughts from, because you know how it goes, the, the loop in your brain, you're just looping on the same shit, you're going around the neighborhood and the bad neighborhood in your brain, you're just circling the block, circling the block. And, mm -hmm. and by the end of the day, you're just, you're, you're a broken mess. Um, mm -hmm. so how do you, how do you, how do you differentiate that? And how do you handle those kind of like separating thoughts from just, you know, holding a, a feeling and just letting it go or acknowledging it? Totally. Yeah. Mike, that's a really good question. Is it? And yeah, <laughs> it's kind of confusing to me. <laughs> no. Yeah. I totally hear where you're coming from. So, um, the short answer is just like you have to know yourself and you have to be comfortable with yourself and your own shadows and like sort of understand your triggers and the only way you're going to understand that is by letting them happen yeah. right and like being aware of how they show themselves like in your relationships um you need to be aware of you have to be willing to like see a mirror of yourself and other people because there's the um 
there's that saying, right? That that if you if you have a knee jerk dislike of somebody or if somebody has a habit that you just can't stand, that's because there's something in you that recognizes it, mm-hmm. that's recoiling at it because it doesn't want to deal with yourself. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I I have devoted a lot of my life to try and understand myself and get to know myself. And that's partly because I, oh God, what was the, there was a word that my, uh, my therapist brought up on one of our very first sessions five years ago that I can't remember, but it's essentially just like, it is the mental equivalent of hypochondria. Mm. And so it's like, oh, like, what's wrong with me? Like, this is broken. I'm broken in this way. Like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm so bad. Oh, no. And like, the more that you do that, of course, the worse it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just like, um, basically like a neuroticizing, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you try to like label everything that's bad and like figure out like, why am I this way? If I could understand why I am this way right. and if I could just like articulate it or rant about it to enough people, <laughs> then then it will go away when in reality um and i saw a great meme about this yesterday in regard to eating disorders like you don't need you don't need to know why to like let yourself heal about it and start doing the work of healing like you don't have to know why a lot of these things are like really nebulous and mysterious and yeah like a lot of therapy is about uncovering the why and like making you retrace those triggers and like those traumas um but like you don't have to know in order to heal because yeah. the important thing is receiving yourself with compassion and letting it flow and like understanding that it's a process and like grief right you've you've heard the um the really good illustration of the cycle of grief is like when the thing first happens so here's you you're a little square mm-hmm. right and then when the thing first happens it's this huge grief ball mm-hmm. and it's just like touching all the parts of your square and it's so big and it's so awful. Yeah. And then as time passes, the ball gets smaller and, and it like starts moving around like a little screensaver. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like you remember the DVD, yeah. the DVD player screensaver. Um, oh God, Siri, shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, and so grief is a lot like that. We're like, as, as time passes, it does get smaller mm. and it will hit less frequently. And sometimes that means it, it, it hurts less but a lot of times not because like the more time you go without feeling it sometimes when it happens it catches you like really off guard right and you find yourself exploring like a different side a different side of that and so to answer your question i think it is it's a balance and so um like one of the things that i'm working on is I found this uh, amazing therapy account, therapist, like behavioral therapist account mm-hmm. on Instagram. And she does these videos that demonstrate like two different scenarios. And one of them is like the unhealthy, like trauma scenario. And one of them is like the right way to respond to it or the consequence mm-hmm. of, of like, if you grew up in that scenario, what you're going to be like as an adult. Right. Um, and I see myself in a lot of them. Mm. And it makes me very uncomfortable because I see the pain that I've caused like partners and mm. friends and like family. I see, I see that reflected and it's like, it's really painful and uncomfortable to see. 
Um, but I am at a place now where I can do that without looking away and where it doesn't cause me shame, right? Where I don't feel less because of it. I can I can sit with the pain of it because because I've grown. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but a lot of times like the pain is too big and you can't feel it without it being debilitating. Like an example of that is um I am I am uh recovering from a couple of eating disorders mm -hmm. and one of the side effects when you're recovering from an eating disorder is weight gain like that's when you when you have when you let yourself be free from like food rules and mm -hmm. from like trying to count calories and trying to track this and like having like this food is healthy this food is unhealthy same as like this is a good thought this is a bad thought hey right um and and it, when you sort of like release that your body will fill out both because you're like mentally free from compressing your body mm. and because that's just a response to like certain calorie foods and you need to not worry about it. Yeah. However, uh, where this space that I'm at in my recovery, I'm noticing habits popping up where it's like in the stage where I, I am filling out a bit. Um, and that's also largely in part because I can't, I can't go outside and exercise like I used to. I can't go on bike rides or walks mm. because like we don't have a mask mandate here. People are extremely irresponsible. Um, and I know that if I go outside, I will forget to be extremely vigilant mm. because, because I, I'm just so, I want to avoid it so badly. And so I know that like, I'll be touching, I'll be touching the crosswalk buttons. Right. And like, yeah. I'll be, I might touch a garbage can and the contact is how this thing spreads. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Sally. Yeah. Sally says sometimes weight gain can be your body trying to overcorrect and or heal itself. Right. Absolutely true. Yeah. Um, but the habit that I'm noticing with like the weight, weight gain thing is like, I'll catch myself in a mirror right and i'll see that like my arm pressed against my body is like like wider yeah. or i'll see that like at a certain camera angle like you can kind of see like my little chins filling mm -hmm. out down here and <laughs> i had in high school i had this horrible nightmare that like one day i woke up and i just had like this actual like glob of fat like under like oh, like God. a little like goital yeah. right like a little turkey thing yeah. like under my chin and it was the worst thing oh. ever yeah and that's how you know you have a disorder is mm -hmm. <laughs> when like being fat is like the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Right. Um, and so I'm seeing, I'm seeing this reflex, right. Of like catching myself in a mirror and my reflex is to hyper fixate and like observe and pinch and be fascinated and like, and obsess yeah. and spiral. Yes. And because I recognize that and because I know that is my reflex right now, that's what I cut off. Right. If I catch myself looking in a mirror, I immediately look away. Yeah. Is like I I need to not do this. Yeah. Um and like I haven't weighed myself in months. Um and I um my commitment now is like um I'm only going to weigh myself when I'm in cuz I'm like another reason this is really difficult for me is because like I'm a bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> and so like not being able to do that and like not being in the frame of mind to like like work on my body which is also a manifestation of eating disorders yeah. is orthorexia and yeah. like making your body so awesome. Right. Um, but like, so I'm only going to weigh myself when I'm working on like a really specific project right. and I'm only going to let myself work on that project when it's fun. Mm. Right. And, and because I want to, and because it'll be like a little game, right. not because I want to 
fix myself. <laughs> right, right, right. Which is a very long about way of answering, like differentiating between the good thoughts and the destructive thought patterns is like therapy and knowing yourself. And like Panda said, like writing it out, writing things out when you're triggered and then mm -hmm. coming back to them later. Um, having a good support system around you that can sort of tap you on the shoulder and say, I've noticed this about you. Are you okay? Yeah. Like I'm noticing that you're having these symptoms. Are you okay? And it, it is just like any other skill. It's practice, yeah. unfortunately. And it's, <laughs> Any practice, any discipline is really difficult. Right. Perpetually. <laughs> like the sure. more, because there's always more up you can go, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. that's the. Uh, are, are, you able, are you able to watch your VODs without trauma? Raina asks. That's a good question, mm -hmm. Raina. Um, I don't watch them as much, <clears throat> partly just because like I don't have time. Um. And as for like body dysmorphia triggers, I'm going to say yes. Um, what triggers me more is when I'll get like a Facebook memories thing or when my iPhone is like, here's a fun memory. And it shows me a photo that I took like last year when I was in school for personal training and I like had this amazing butt and <laughs> I was like working out all the time. And it's like, remember when you were fat? <laughs> um, and that's honestly more triggering because like right now, not being able to exercise the way that I want to and mm. I'm comfortable doing and is easy for me. Mm. I like my body hurts more. Like I don't feel very good. I'm not sleeping as well. And I know that that's connected to yeah. how I, my exercise patterns. Right. Right. And so I am able to have more grace now with like how I look in pictures and videos right now. Um, as opposed to like looking at stuff from months and months ago. Yeah. And that's also tied into pandemic stuff, right? Like right. anything that happens like last year or the year before or the year before, if I see it, I, it's, it is in the filter of pandemic and, and a little bit of that grief comes out Yeah, that way. The yeah, memories yeah. feature is a dick. Sally knows what's up. <laughs> they are sometimes. They are. No, I, it's funny. I, I, uh, I, I mean, I, I know exactly when you're talking about when you're like in a mirror. You're looking and you're noticing things are getting a little bit more filled out. And you're just like, and for me, it's just like, you fat bitch, you fat no, fucking yeah. fat titty bitch. You know, like it's just Aww, the way. Talk. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's good times over here. Uh, but it, it's, I, I know what it is. I was 325 pounds in high school. I know what it is to be that. And and the fact that I'm gaining weight and the the, the over pandemic and I just started going to the gym, and by the way, at the gym, you have to wear a mask into the gym and up the stairs to the fitness center, but as soon as you get in that fitness center, mask off, bitch. You know, like, everybody's just, like, sweat. I'm just doing it. Like, I think I have the antibody because I didn't get it when, when my whole household had it, so I think I'm good. So I'm just out there, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not reckless, everybody. I'm not an asshole. Okay. I just go to the gym. I do my thing. I stay away from people. I don't look them in the eye even. Okay. I don't even look them in the fucking eye. They say hi to me. I ignore them and I keep walking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't even say hi to me. We're not friends anymore. It's a pandemic, bitch. Joke. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it, it, I feel you. I feel you so much on that, but I also feel you even more so on that diverting attention thing. That has been the biggest thing. Yes, I, I second the knowing triggers and if you are not in the right place, 
the try uh if you can avoid it if you can i'm reading like an idiot uh <laughs> good self-talk here so i have two songs and they are good songs and ov loves they will play twitch they will leave it until it ends okay warm and eggy fart what warm and eggy fart welcome welcome thank you for that follow i appreciate it I, i'm just uh, uh reading english good here um yeah Teddy Panda, I love that you have two songs. You should perform them in uh, uh, Cypher Deluxe, which is coming up in about in a few minutes. We're going to be going into Cypher Deluxe, where Wander's going to do a quick song, and then she's going to run off to her stream and start streaming, and then we're going to raid her after Cypher Deluxe. So if you are interested, Teddy Panda, uh, in sharing one of your songs with us, we will be doing that here shortly. Let me just give you the link. You can jump in our Discord, and uh, we're going to be doing it in the Cypher Deluxe text channel. You can sign up there. And, um, yeah, if you want to do a song, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. You have a song also? Oh, Eddie Brickle, Good Times. <laughs> Is that good times? No, that's not it. <laughs> what am I talking about? Hint, hint, hint. Uh, oh my God! So many different places to go. I know, I know. It, this is it's just this is a zoo around here. But the idea of diverting attention from these horrible thoughts that you put into your brain that has been so key. It's been so key because, like, I had that that that's that 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 habit of just fixating and obsessing, which is really good when you apply it to like music or like learning. You know, like obsession is not a bad thing until it turns in on itself. Um, but yeah, just being able to break, break the spell, recognize it immediately, and turn that shit off, it has been so huge. Like for me, it's like, okay, it's time to wash dishes and listen to an audiobook. Okay, it's time to just jump in headfirst with my son and just hang out. Okay, mm -hmm. now it's, you know, it's just like, as soon as these ideas and thoughts come to my head, it's like, oh, okay, I know what this is. I know where this is going. Mm -hmm. time to jump shit because this is not worth it's not worth dealing with and then so totally. it's so it's i guess it's that balance of like being able to recognize a feeling that needs to be recognized and recognizing thoughts that are just destructive and 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 sort of navigating through that and that's really hard for people sorry i'm dyslexic so bad at writing so there is two songs that trigger me but i do have songs just no music yet working on them so reading my messages is hard because i spell words wrong well teddy panda that's okay because i read good so don't worry <laughs> i'm not dyslexic but i'm just blah 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 blah, blah. so no worries you are uh you're all good. I would have read it like that either way. So there you go. Stupid pop filter. Thank you, Wander, so much. Awesome. Thanks again to everybody who hung out, um, who came over from my Discord and from my channel. I love, I love seeing y'all connect with each other. So I'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much wonder i really appreciate you coming back on the show and, and and having a chat with us make sure you're going and checking out wondertruly.com oh no i i think it's i am wonder.com let me make sure that that's right let me just i know it's twitch.tv slash wonder truly but is it i am wonder.net 
Yes, Iamwonder.net. So go make sure that you all those links are in the show notes. So go click around, support your girl, make sure you're showing her love. Tell her Mikey P sent you. And I, I just I just love Wonder. She's just such a cool person. And I relate to her on so many, so many levels. It's just, you know, musicians, we're complicated. Sometimes our emotions are are everywhere and that's just how it is that's just how it is that's just what makes us uh it's what makes us artists i guess <laughs> anyways i love wonder thank you so much wonder for coming on and uh, doing your thing and performing she performed which you guys don't get to see that part but wonder performed on the show and uh, it was great it was on cypher deluxe which is another benefit to coming over to the live stream so i've been talking to your guys' ear off about it come on over to twitch.tv slash we speak english good come be a part of the conversation come ask the questions that you find important come be a part of the community and get these fucking fly-ass emotes I got Wu Tang emotes. I got ODB emotes. I got I got Dave Chappelle as Rick G, uh, as Prince emotes. I have I have I have the Nature Boy Ric Flair as an emote. Woo! That's right. So come through, won't you? To twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We're streaming every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come through, won't you? We're having a good time over there. We really are. You can also find our th merch store on Threadless. Go in the show notes and click on the link to take you right to our, our Threadless store. Help support the show by buying some merch with our 80s vintage design, our retro 80s design of WSEG. We're going to have more designs coming out shortly. I just wanted to get a store up and running, so it is up and running. Go and get yourself some. It's a great yeah, I'm yawning. I'm yawning. Woke up at like 4.30 today. Not cool, bro. Not cool. Go like, subscribe, review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, all the fucking things. You can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube where you'll find the full interview on video there as well as some music tutorials and silly shit and of course you can subscribe to us on twitch and that'll cost you a couple bucks but again it goes right back into the show so it makes it better makes shit better uh you can also go ahead and leave a review for the show if you are looking for a free way to support the show in, in a real impactful way please do leave a review uh you can leave a review on apple itunes or anywhere you can possibly leave a review it helps us to be found uh it helps it just puts our you know shoves us up in the algorithm to make us higher or something i don't fucking whatever <laughs> you can write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com okay i think that's everything oh my god that's exhausting that is exhausting uh, I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Be safe out there. Please be safe. It looks like we're coming to uh, about the end of this pandemic, hopefully. And hopefully everybody will be able to get out there and start living their lives again instead of living, hiding away as fucking hermits. 
uh, waiting for the sun to fucking come out again. It's, it's crazy. Although th- it works fine for me, of course, but it's, it's not good for everybody. And it's not, I don't think it's good for a large majority of the population. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with just sitting around, like not sitting, but I'm okay with just chilling, not leaving the house. Fuck it. Just hanging, boy. Anyways. Okay. I got to go. Hope y'all are having a great week. Have a great weekend. Uh, Be safe. I already said all that, but I'm saying it again because I want it to stick. So be safe. Don't die. Love you guys so much. I don't even know who's on the podcast or even on the stream next week. So just come and hang out. Just come and hang out. I know today we have Existence 130. So come hang out on the Twitch stream at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.